And now, Wolf Bites Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic. Hey, brother. Can you hear hey, me? how are you? Well, it's DJ What The Heck here with you for another edition of Open Mic. And today, my guest is Chad from Tritonal. Thanks for coming on. What's up, man? How are you today, brother? Good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you, too. And you're under a time crunch. I know. Busy days, busy times. Everybody's got to be hustling right now in in the wake of... uh the pandemic and all the crazy stuff that's going on and on global scale right now. Man. Yes. It's been crazy. How has it uh, really affected you going on? I mean, well, look, I'm a privileged white male. So the most recent um, form of events has basically just asked me to look within my own heart and search my own consciousness and see if there's any aspects of racial biases that I have within my, you know, psychic karmic personality load that I came into this this incarnation with. And so um, bringing and elevating my consciousness and trying to be and lead with compassion and empathy and things that I don't understand because I was never a, a person of color and have never really had to endure the levels of pain and trauma that those people have had to endure. So, I mean, honestly, man, it's a time for reflection. I think that it coming on the back of a global pandemic um, exacerbated the situation. Mm-hmm. I think that racial tensions have been going on for a long time, but it was heightened because of the lack of income on a nationwide scale, the economy, people um, of color by enlarged have been affected more deeply from COVID-19 um, than and that has socioeconomic reasons as well as just physical genetic reasons. Um, and so, man, I'm trying as a dude who took an incarnation into one of the strongest nations on the planet, one of the most wealthy nations on the planet, and I'm a white guy. I'm trying to embrace that privilege and use it as a foundation upon which I can help other people. And the only way I can do that is if I have a consciousness which is elevated to a place to where I can see myself and other people. And so that comes through being present in the now. It comes through deep reflection, contemplation, and meditation. And it comes through everybody searching the areas of their own hearts where they may have congestion and distortion. That is a wonderful message <laughs> for right now. My goodness. Well, I know you said you're on a time crunch. So we'll get going. Just how did you and David meet? And then what came about? We are before? like little, uh, we always joke that we met on matchmakers.com because when we met, we <laughs> met on the internet and this was, this was like 12 years ago. Right. So like mm-hmm. the internet now is like just what you do. It's where we do business. It's how we communicate. It's how we do zoom meetings it's but back then the internet was slow and arduous and painful and traumatic and so forums and message boards were a way of communicating and staying in touch and dave and i met through a virus ti forum board which is a synthesizer that um that we just started sending each other little track ideas back and forth and became little forum buddies then we would go onto the forums like the Estate of Trance Forum or what was then called Trance 
around the world with Above and Beyond, which is now group therapy, um, and just became sort of friends that listened to those legends and would just sort of analyze tracks, talk about the areas of songs that we really liked and things that we felt like was sort of in line with the sort of things we wanted to make and then bitch about things that we thought were sort of stupid and wondered why they were getting any airtime and just sort of developed our friendship around our attractions and aversions within the realm of dance music. And so we created sort of a, a, a personality bond where we sort of felt like, look, you've got some skills, I've got some skills. We're both kind of like noob producers, but I think if we work together, we can accelerate the, um, the level at which we can progress. Um, and so that happened, right? Dave moved from DC to Texas. I live in Austin. I was just graduating from the University of Texas with the business economics slash audio engineering degree. I was double majoring in audio engineering and musical composition and stuff like that while simultaneously knocking out a business degree. And so when I was done, I was just thinking like, right, I can go work in some business that I'm not really excited to do, or we can jump off into this unknown realm um, and try to make a career out of making beats. And so as crazy as it sounds, here we are 12 years later talking about how that came to be. Well, we're incredibly happy it came to be because your tracks have been absolutely phenomenal. Um, and one of our favorites, here especially is it's not winter time until we've listened to now or never <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. What, what went into making that track man that was the that was the sort of launching off place from tritonal as um a, a single pointed progressive trance act to tritonal broadening its um and broadening its creative palette i guess you would say and launching into the realm of a uh, big bright commercial house, right? A progressive house. Progressive House is, is Sasha and Digweed and, and, and Juna Deep and things that I came up, like I came up listening to, I think what was real Progressive House, but it was being touted at that at the time. And what it was, it was big, bright, thick, harmonic, energetic music. And Dave and I sort of occupied a lane of that, which was hyper melodic and very song driven. Some forms of big room were, are quite noisy and just, you know, our, we like to live and breathe in a place of more of a, I guess just a harm, harmonic palette, a palette where it's saturated in, in harmonics and, and, and really like to write song based music. So now or never came over to us. We did not 
write that original vocal. That vocal came over, slowed down on an acoustic guitar, and it was like a, um, it was actually cool. It was more like a jam band kind of record. Mm-hmm. And we heard the vocal, and we were like, man, that is emotional. And the, the acoustic guitar, although it's kind of hokey and fun, I think if we rewrite the chord progression and reharmonize the voicing of the musical bed underneath it, that we could strike this sort of balance between um, between nostalgic, emotional, and between sort of uplifting, big. And I think we did that with that record, man. Oh yeah, we we love it, and yeah, definitely uplifting sound to it. It was great. Another one is you worked with the Chainsmokers on Until You Were Gone. Yeah. What yeah. was it like working with them? Well, that was cool, man. I actually texted Drew, and this was right at the start of their come up, and I was like, man, I love Roses, um, and I think that we could write something big. If we're going to write something together, let's do like a big sort of, you know, four to the floor, because they were leaning into like different styles of, dance music and I really wanted to honor the tritonal sound um, and Drew had the vocal Emily Warren was a friend she was the original vocalist on her so we had her recut that because that vocal already existed with again another chord progression at another tempo so we we recut the vocal Drew wrote some bits on, in Ableton Live at his studio then in New York and sent over like the little arp and a couple little things and then Dave and I really went in Dave and I wrote the majority of the production on that record, which was the drop and the mm-hmm. record harmonizations and sort of the, I mean, it, it does probably sound more like a tritonal record than a Chainsmokers record, but I, I must say, that had it not been for the Chainsmokers already having that vocal, retempoing it, getting Emily to recut it, and then sending over some parts, it never would have happened. So it was equal in that regard. Um, but Dave and I sort of brought our production prowess to that record, and you can hear it. I mean, it sounds yeah. like us. Yeah, it definitely does sound like you guys, and that's one of my personal favorites as well. Yeah, it's a big record, man. It's a cool book. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, talk to you and me album. A lot of yeah. work went into this one, obviously, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, over a year and a half of wow. so many songs that ended up on that album that did not um, – that weren't supposed to and and so many songs that were supposed to be the records did not make the cut and it's just so funny how over the course of 18 months so many perspectives and so many likes and dislikes attractions and aversions changes and tastes can change um and that's how fast inter- entertainment styles um likes and dislikes manage to change themselves and so that's been a uh, an awesome opportunity for us to do inner work because anytime that you're doing meditation, you're able to put a little spacious awareness between 
thought forms and the real you, the witness that is, you know, sort of the perceiver of emotionality and thoughts and those kind of things, you're able to see that like so many aspects of life are so transient. Um, and when you develop that, that witness, what happens is, is you begin to be able to detach from the clingings of any one given moment. And so, you know, from painting with dreams to where we are now, I feel like there's almost been a complete 360 um, from jumping off into all these sort of new tempos and styles and genres and sounds while, while completely trying to be as authentic as we could and bringing the tritonal sound to those new genres mm -hmm. and exploring them, trying to understand like, what is it that tritonal has to offer to this sort of style? Doing that made us stronger songwriters, it made us stronger um, producers, and it just gave us a broader width from which to pull our bag of tools, right? Um, anytime you jump into a new area, you're forced to sort of game up. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it's an obvious moment for you to see where you're not, meaning to see where you thought you were so sharp. Maybe you're not as sharp as you thought you were. You're working in a different tempo. All of a sudden, tempos dictate phrasing. They dictate rhythm sets. They dictate um, you know, sort of stylizations of rhythm. And so anytime you start moving around in tempo, your little hooks and the things that you rely on are, are challenged. And so we've been challenged in that way. And I think that from, you know, Tritonal 2008, which was a trance act, to Tritonal 2012, the era of now or never and anchor and colors, mm -hmm. to painting with dreams, the era of getaway and blackout mm -hmm. oh, right all great and, tracks and, My those records. and then and then you and me right the records like just like you um and out my mind and, mm -hmm. and the, the sort of dance pop leaning area of things we got to see that whole spectrum of colors from which to create and I, and what it taught us was a that if you put your mind to it you really can learn anything you want to and get better at it and it taught us really who we really are. And I think now we know, now that we've searched so many styles and so many things, we've really crystallized what we love about making music. And I think that now more than ever, um, as Chad and Dave sort of entered the golden years of our career, because we're not young, we're not that young anymore. You know, I just turned 40, Dave's in his mid thirties and we've got kids and families and we've been doing this professionally for a long time, bringing a, a lot of integrity to what we've been doing, showing up. We don't, we don't party when we're at our shows. We don't drink after shows. We take care of our bodies as good as we can. We, you know, we try to um, live an ethical moral life while still sort of being the sort of party bringers. Um, mm -hmm so that we can treat making music with as much vigor and passion as possible. And, and what we see now is that, man, it's time to go back home. Like we're ready to take, not, not that we want to um, make a style that's already been made or make a sound that's already been made. We now want to innovate on things that we know so well and bring all of it together, right? We want to accumulate and culminate everything that we've been able to learn into one body of work. And that's why, even though COVID-19 has been a great opportunity for a lot of artists to jump into another album, Dave and I had said no. We are not going to jump into 
just another album because it's an opportunity time-wise to do it. We want to know, A, what is the message? An album that we've never written before would be like an album that from beginning to end is a conceptual album. Not that the Painting with Dreams or Piercing Quiet or, or You and Me weren't conceptual. I think that they were conceptual. But what I mean is writing an album with the concept at the beginning and honoring that concept from inception to finish. Right. And so that's something that we've never done. And I think that that's something that we've wanted to do. What we have been doing, which is really cool, is we've been writing and making music now for over a year on a secret project that nobody knows who, who it is. And that nobody we've not told anybody that this is what this project is, is, is from. And we've also been writing a tritonal yoga and meditation album from which people can listen to and meditate to that's going to be at least 60 minutes and i think that that'll be a great response to the chaotic external circumstances in the world and hopefully we can have that finished up by end of summer a tritonal yoga that, that just sounds awesome it, it's no vocals it's all instrumental it's all pianos and soundscapes and pads it's beautiful end of summer hopefully yeah, I, hope, I mean, it's it's actually done. Like, the musical bed is written, the whole mm -hmm. thing. But now we're just going back through and slowly, like, getting weird with trying <laughs> to make sure that, like, every little section is perfect and making sure that every little section has so much detail so that when you're meditating, you can have a new experience 20, 30, 50 listens over. You hear new things and understand new ways in which – so that's how – layered and multi-dimensional we want it to be and so you know we were really inspired by the above and beyond meditation album we've been massive fans of john hopkins and nils from who are um two of the finest piano composers in the world and we were like you know what man let's do this now this is a great time while thing while people are while suffering on the planet as at an 11th we should write something, not to party. We can always do that. I can write a big, bright dance record at any given moment on any given day. But what I wanted to do and what I asked Dave to join me in is let's write something that people can heal to. And so that's what we've been working on. Well, we're going to be looking forward to that one. And you mentioned that's going to be new. Um, yeah. Let's just hit on your latest new track, which we added this week to the station, uh, Someone to Love You. Yeah, man. Dope record. I love that. And it's been great. in the catalog on the back burner for at least eight months. Like, I've had that record finished. I read you on. I thought you had it all. Seemed impossible. As you didn't have no one.
it was going to potentially be an Audion collab at one point. Audion and us are looking at another vocal now, mm -hmm. being a tritonal Audion collab. Um, but it kind of almost had that perfect sound for a tritonal Audion collab, but I think we've got a better one. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody actually is looking for somebody to love you. I wish what could have been stated better in that album, if there's anything that I would change or tweak now, uh, although it's a hell of a record. Oh, yeah, it we, would we be it. that that love that we often associate with is other. So say you meet the girl, the girl of your life or a, a, somebody that you just wanted to just be with all the time because they unlock that place in you, which is love. And then what happens unconsciously is you attach that person as being your connection to love. When really the, the deeper truth is, is love is always within us, but is blocked by an opaque screen of filtration system we call the mind. When you're in the present moment and you're operating authentically in the now, joy and love are attributes of your natural state of beingness, right? And I, and I wish that that could have been worked in a little better, um, but it's cool. I still think the record's dope and I still think that it's got a good message for right now. And I still think mm -hmm. that the drops and the melodies and the vocal are, are pretty damn awesome, man. Yeah, it's a great track. It's now one of my personal faves as well with all the other ones you mentioned earlier too. So it's a great Thanks, one. Man. Yeah, um, and since you mentioned you got the yoga um, kind of tracks coming out at the end of summer, kind of to uh, go along with your Tritonia radio sessions, which are kind of a more party-oriented in, in a way, um, just where can folks go to listen to um, your radio show? Yeah, I mean, so Tritonia radio is probably always going to stay upbeat and energetic, primarily because that show is about um, – being a, a filtration system through which people can listen to new tracks on our label, which is enhanced music. We also have a sub label of enhanced music called enhanced progressive and another mm -hmm. sub label of enhanced music called colorize, which is the real, real deep end of enhanced. And, you know, colorize has some great acts like Matt Fax, Prana, Deza. Um, there's some real boxer. There's some really great acts. That's more akin to like in June deep enhanced progressive is more progressive trance and enhanced mm -hmm. is, leans more commercial i think and so tritonia people like to work out to tritonia i work out to tritonia people like to um play it while they're working and doing stuff look i'm not trying to like only put out chill out music or ambient music mm -hmm. we just wanted to have one album that was something that if somebody wants to go and have a, a time of reflection or inner stillness or do some yoga or just have it on while you're around the house that's a bit more peaceful than boom, 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 mm -hmm. that you can, right? And so that's all that's about. It's not a change of direction that we're going to all of a sudden be full-time chill out, um, you know, trip hop or ambient acts. It's just that we wanted to put something out there that didn't have any drums, um, that didn't really have any top lines or vocals, and that was all based on a musical aesthetic, which is a tool, a technology, for which you to access that place within you that's always at rest and always at peace. And that's a tech, that's a technology that we wanted to put out there to the world. 100%. Well, Chad, I know you were in, you have an incredibly busy day today. I do, man. I've got a, <laughs> got a milk truck outside. <laughs> yeah. So that I will let you go. Just once again, thanks for doing this. No doubt, brother. Say hi to all the fans. And again, Thank you guys for supporting Tritonal through the years. Thank you for supporting the new track. 
someone to love you. If you want to hear the record, you can grab it at our Spotify, at Tritone Music for all things social media. We love you guys. Stay healthy. Stay conscious. Love on people. We'll see you soon. Yes, see you soon. Thanks again. And that is Chad from Tritonal on this latest edition of Open Mic. It's DJ What The Heck signing off.